The DNVR, welcome into the DNVR Rockies podcast brought to you by DraftKings Sportsbook. Right now, when you use code DNVR at sign up, you can turn a $5 bet into $100 in free bets. Guaranteed, you don't even have to pick the winner of the NHL final. No, I know who's going to win, though. Bet. I know who's going to win. Oh, uh, no spoilers, though. No spoilers. <laughs> That's it. Avalanche are up one nothing. And again, you don't even have to get that right. On DraftKings Sportsbook, now using code DNVR, turn five into 100 in free bets. I am Patrick Lyons. I am Susie Hunter. And I am Brandon Vajate. That's the first time I've made that (laughs) joke today. (laughs) We haven't heard it yet. Rockies lose 4-2. Sweep at the hands of the Cleveland Guardians. Guardians have hands at the hands of the G's or the guards. We'll get into that debate. What's a better nickname? Hold on. I haven't thought about that. For that. Patrick is trying to make G's happen. G's? I like G's. He's trying to make Fetch happen. (laughs) Look, there's plenty of good things to talk about in Denver. Avalanche, obviously. There's always good stories in and around the Rockies. The results, not good. Again, the three-game sweep is really bad. Also learned right after the game, maybe even worse, maybe in, in a grander scale to a degree, Sam Hilliard optioned back to AAA just three days before Father's Day, his first Father's Day since losing his dad. So thoughts and prayers obviously go out to him and his his entire family as, as he works through this. Yeah, this one hurt. I, this one just it hit me really hard because he's such a nice guy. He's a great guy. And, of course, he's about to be a father himself too. So I'm sure coming up this will be a very emotional Father's Day in general. So, you know, you just hate the timing of it. You hate to see it happen to a nice guy. There's a couple transactions that are going on and they're in the middle of one of these weird COVID protocol things where I don't know that someone has COVID. They just tested positive. Couldn't find, the protocols aren't out there publicly sure. to know what's what. Mm-hmm. Um, some things are manipulated. Some things are, you know, they err on the side of caution. And so there's some of those things. Maybe Sam never really goes down. We've we've heard three or four times Ashton Godot option to AAA <laughs> and then we see him the next day and then he's pitching two days later after that. So we'll kind of wait and see what goes on. But the Rockies fall to 26, excuse me, 27 and 37. So they're 10 games under 500. That's a season low. There's a lot of issues here and there, not obviously just on Sam Hilliard. So mm-hmm. Rockies need to figure out a couple things. They played close in this series the losses are going to be what hangs with you the most, but were you able to find any silver linings in this, Brendan? We did this a lot last year where we called it the Silver Linings Podcast. And right now, hey, before we get, because there's, again, we're going to laugh, we're going to have our fun. Keep in mind, no matter what happens for the Rockies, when you tune into the DNVR Rockies Podcast, you will get a juice box, you will get an ice pop. <laughs> I love both of those. You're going to feel good. <laughs> You're going to feel good. We're going to make it as right as we can because we can't change what goes on in the field. We can't say anything that's going to change anything that goes on in the field. Mm-hmm. But you know what? We can still laugh about it and sometimes, guys, cry about it too. Yeah. Do well, you, you have any hope? I'm more on the cry days? side right now. I did. Last time I was <laughs> on, we talked it. about hoping that that winning that California road trip could maybe help to sort of steady the ship a little bit. Yeah. Getting swept at home. <laughs> Suboptimal way to follow that up. So... I mean, look, we could point to individuals who, who are holding their own, but this particular uh, series, it's just kind of harder to go digging for silver linings. Not to say that there aren't any, but it's just, even within the context of they're probably not going to win many games this season, this series was still a bummer. It was, it was a, a missed opportunity of sorts to carry the relative momentum forward. Yeah, I'm with you, Brendan, that I thought that the awesome road trip the Rockies just came off of would kind of, you know, yeah, right the ship, turn things around, re-energize these guys, and that hasn't been the case. But, Patrick, you had a really interesting tweet. What are the Rockies on pace for in terms of winning and losing for the season? (laughs) Well, if you take what their current winning percentage is right now, they are on pace for 68 wins. Mm. If you were to completely disregard their... 16 and 11 start and say, okay, since it uh, might have been May 8th, they are, uh, shoot, 11 and 26. That would be like 48 wins sure. and uh, 113 losses. So they're somewhere in the middle. That's still not great. But look, they, they did this a lot last year. That's the one piece of solace you can probably take is that 
they got really hot and then they they lost games you thought they should have won or they were really they were way worse than you thought anyone could possibly be. They were way better than you thought anyone could possibly be at times. Then they flipped the script on it and were good where they used to be awful. And then they were good where they used to be fantastic. <laughs> and so it's going to be a, a, a lot of ups and downs. We talked about it on, on Sunday's postgame when they looked really good against San Diego and they won the final two games there. But ultimately, if you're a 75-76 win team, I had them at 77 wins. Still ahead of the 69 and a half, which was, I believe, the, the typical over and under on that on DraftKings Sportsbook. Mm-hmm. You know, they're, they're still going to be in and around there. Uh, the, the one thing that's interesting, too, is, and we started talking about this idea of, well, okay, they're probably not going to be in the hunt, at least not enough to really go for that third wild card. Okay, you start trading away pieces. Mm-hmm. If you look at where the standings were last year at the trade deadline and what they ended up being, there were a lot of teams that the Rockies uh, leapfrogged ahead of in the standings because the teams above them traded everybody away <laughs> to get better picks. We're talking with Megan Angley about that mm-hmm. on how hockey teams do that once they're out of contention. They're going to kind of tank just for that season sure. for a slightly better pick. It's logical. I was trying to think of a better analogy to it. And, like, you know, the Rockies haven't typically subscribed to that. I think they will a little bit more this year, not as much as they probably should. But the analogy I thought of was gift cards. The Rockies have a lot go. of gift cards with $2.13 on them, right? And Very specific. And credit card companies and, and, and businesses, right? They kind of bank on you to just let that money sit there, and it's theirs. And, and what are you going to do with that two thirteen? If you go out, you're like, ah, well, I'm not really going to spend it because I got to spend more to use it. So you just let it sit there and you let it waste. But if you took every gift card that had any money on it and you strung it together, you go, I have something. You just got to be aware of that. Well, I was going to ask both of you what your sort of current list is of obvious candidates of people who fit that mold where you're not just tanking, but also, you know, the timeline of how you can help us versus where we're at and, and what we can realistically accomplish. It just makes more sense with where you're at in our in your deal for us to try to flip you for assets. Are there a couple of obvious candidates in your eyes in, in that regard? Hmm. Yeah, the two candidates that, that jump out that are only on one year deals that have been good to, to pretty good is is Alex Colomay, who has a nice scoreless streak. I don't think he's given up a run since May eleventh. He he's been absolutely fantastic. And then shortstop Jose Iglesias hmm. Who again? You say, all right. Well, Ezekiel Tovar's, you know, he's he's coming up the line there in Double A, hitting the cover off the ball. Should be no time before he goes to Triple A. Wouldn't even be shocked if he went from Double A to the majors. Wow. You could kill two birds with one stone, and and everyone, no one would even. First off, I don't think a ton of people are going to bat an eye on a trade of Jose Iglesias. I think they're going to get it, mm-hmm. right? They just they're going to get it. Sure. Let Hampson play there for a while. His defense has actually been pretty positive. Mm-hmm. I think he's got one out above average, uh, according to Baseball Savant, at shortstop, small sample size. But nevertheless, you trade Iglesias and say, but the big news, the big news is Ezekiel Tovar is here. And in addition, you also brought back another prospect. Sure. You also brought back another piece. So that works. You could do the same thing with Colome. Uh, You bring up another reliever from AAA. Maybe, again, you, you overexpose your bullpen just a little bit, but you're going to keep those star players. All the guys that they, they invested $400 million on this, this offseason are coming back. So you can get rid of all of those other pieces, right. make yourself a little bit better, make yourself maybe a little bit worse for the final two months, get a better draft pick. It's, it's a win-win. It's addition by subtraction. Yeah, I'm definitely with you on Jose Iglesias, especially because he's not really producing at home either. But he's been great on the road. Yeah. So, I mean, why not make some room for someone who might be playing better at Coors Field? Yeah, no, all, all of those are great possibilities. Chad Cool's also on a one-year deal. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we've touched on this, ju- you know, just a little bit. And, again, I, I think, think the narrative could very much just be if we trade away these fringe pieces, fans are still going to come to the ballpark. Look, fans are going to come to the ballpark no matter what you do. Mm-hmm. We know this. I mean, there are 23,000 people at Coors Field on Wednesday night, and there are only 20,000 at Ball Arena on Wednesday night. Only. Folks, I'm being sarcastic. Like, there are actually <laughs> people on Twitter going, yeah, but what about the capacity? Come come on. Come on. <laughs> Patrick, Patrick, I think yeah, people can't really tell when you're being sarcastic, though. In real life, it's hard enough, and on the internet, it's... Uh, are there actually you've got people, one tone. <laughs> but are there actually people that think, like, wow, yeah, no... 
it does make sense. People clearly care way more <laughs> about this baseball team that's 10 games under 500 just because there happens to be more people. Like it's it's pretty elementary to know that the capacity is. is Don't worry, I hear two. Elon Musk is working on an irony label button for Twitter, so you'll be <laughs> Thank fine. Thank you. You'll be fine. Thank you. Yeah, I mean there there are are plenty of players. Fans are still going to come out. We know no matter what. But even if you do trade and wave the white flag, guess yeah. what? McMahon's still there. Marquez, sure. Freeland, mm-hmm. even Crone. All those guys are still there. Chris Bryant. Well, yeah. We're just going to leave Chris, it at that. He's technically here. He could be. He's technically here. He could be. So they're all still there. So no one's really, I, I've yet to see an Iglesias jersey or jersey. Sure. Cool jersey yeah. or jersey. So like if, if, if that's a, a, a modicum of, of understanding of, of how maybe the front office might work or how Dick Monfort thinks is, hey, are the fans in love with these players? How much of their merchandise are they buying? If they're not buying any, okay if you if you make that trade so i that's why i'm kind of holding out on some hope and saying you know maybe bill schmidt does swing a few more deals than normal because it's not really going to change the the layout of the 2023 roster right Mm -hmm. right and there's not too many guys you look and say oh we want to bring this guy back so let's not trade him you can still trade a guy and sign him you can still do that daniel bard would be the one guy i could see them going no they didn't do it last year no let's not trade him because we really want to bring him back I could see that everyone else that's going to be a free agent after this year is fair game. Same thing for guys who are going to be free agent after the end of next season. You you, you could get your socks knocked off. And for, for Brendan and I, they've already been knocked off because yeah. we're wearing sandals. That's right. Oh, yeah. You guys are very barefoot right These now. These are actually fake Birkenstocks. Thank you very much. Fake Shout socks. out Target. I do call them fake and stocks. Yeah. They're awesome. I mean, that's good arch support. You got to That's right. Got to take care of the feet. That's right. Uh, I do hope they take that approach this time around, Patrick. Not just because we can, you know, some of the reality is sort of setting in now about limitations, but also just how good this division is. Futility almost undersells it. So if there's Padres really, are now in first place. Yeah, like, if there's, wow. If, if there's a yeah, I mean it's they could even have they could even clear that over and still be well out of it. So it would make sense, and like you said, you don't necessarily have to retool. Like, it's just little pieces, right? You like the sort of core you're moving forward with, and you don't have to get too crazy. But like you said, don't leave those gift cards just hanging. Spend yeah. that money. Yeah, and you know, they're, they're, can't believe I just bought into that metaphor. I it's so even, good. It is not, good. He, I haven't even heard that metaphor before. Usually, <laughs> I at least get like a taste of like the stuff that's swirling around up there. And I think some people there. There used to be the website might have been like <laughs> plasticjungle.com or something like that. Yeah. I probably should have not have co-signed the .com because any uh, that could be a bad website. But <laughs> you would you'd basically send in your gift cards and they would give you like I don't know maybe fifty percent of what it's worth mm. and then they then sell it for seventy five percent. So if like you're like oh man I go to I go to illegal Pete's all the time. I'm going to get a, a gift card that has $21 on it, but I'm only going to spend $16 for it. Hey, I saved five bucks, right? Like a, it's a fi- free $5. Yeah, that's a thing. It, it makes sense. But if I've got the $21 gift card and I can't use it, do I hold on to it? Because guess, you know how much it's worth in my wallet? Nothing. It's worth nothing. That's what the Rockies have done in the past with yeah. guys that are going. And so sell it. Even if you're only going to take you know, 50 cents on the dollar, do something, yeah. especially with this window about to open up with them, you know, having all these really good players. Again, that that window still might be a few years down the line. Maybe they can they can hold down the fort a little bit with uh, some of the more veteran guys that are you know in their late twenties here. Maybe they can they can do some things and, and make it interesting. But if the window is about to be for Zach Veen, Drew Romo, Tovar, all those guys, start planning for it now Mm -hmm. and start trading off anything that you're not going to have around in 2023 or even 2024. It only makes sense. And you know what else makes sense? Oh, Oh, I knew it. That one I saw coming. I I paused so long. I was like, let's see if anybody says anything. No. You know what makes sense? The DNVR bar, when it comes to watching the Avs play. Look, if you can't get one of those hot tickets to Coors Field this weekend for Padres and Rockies on Saturday night, I know, I know plenty of good seats are still available. Come on down here to the bar. It's going to be, we're going to be open three hours before puck drop. So get a spot post up 
It's going to be a good time. If you're a member, only 50 cents for your first month, of course. And if you're ready to go all in on the annual membership, you do get a free shirt from dnvrlocker.com. But if you're a member, you get that member-sized beer, extra raffle tickets to win all kinds of dope gear. Uh, it, it's just the place to be because, look, it is expensive to go to Ball Arena. I was here for game one. Oh, my gosh. The crowd was unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And that's my favorite thing about this part. It's not just a sports part. It's the diehards part. Mm-hmm. So you come here and if you st- you never get look side-eyed at because you're standing up and cheering. You're side-eyed if you're the person who's still sitting. I yeah. will never get over hearing about the dude that was cheering so hard he tore his Achilles. Yeah. I will never get over that. That is an insane story. This but is that's a, the vibe. This is where you come to to just throw yourself into it. Yes. And we all know what how sports rewards us when you do that sometimes. And we got a taste of that in game one. Mm, yes. Has anyone referred to the bar as... Here we go. First of all, no, but go ahead. <laughs> if it's something that you thought yeah. of, it probably hasn't The answer is absolutely not. Yet. <laughs> and it makes sense because, again, the, the vibes are immaculate here. And it's it's uh, it's a mini version of where the Avs and Nuggets play. So it is quite literally baby ball. Baby ball. Oh, I like that. Uh, it's good. Yeah. Baby ball. It's it's very good. That's not bad, Patrick. I thought yeah. it was going to be a lot weirder than that. It could have. Yeah. I, I was braced. Come on out to baby ball because that, that's what it's going to be. Parking is going to be a lot cheaper. Uh, a lot of things are going to be a lot cheaper. And you're just going to have a better time. And you're going to make connections. You're going to make some good friends, especially if you're in the members-only Discord. Yes. Got to do that. And you know what? Before for long, you'll be you'll be linking arms and going hand-in-hand hand walking down to the nearest light shade dispensary. There's 11 in the Denver metro Together. area. Just you yeah, and the person you went to the game with. It's not too far away on, on 6th Ave. And look, it, it's a safe place to go with a, a friend or even by yourself because they've got experts there that are going to – Put the right product in your hands if you're not sure what to do. And even if you do know what to do, they might have some new stuff that mm-hmm. they can let you in on. And and that's my favorite part is their expertise. Right now, when you use code DNVR, you get 25% off all non-sale items. It's fantastic. Cannabis concentrates. Now, we know that Yahir is an and more guy when it comes to their list of products. And more Vasquez. Kale, big tincture guy. Mm. Brendan, are you uh, are you a top shelf are you top shelf flower guy? Are you are you flower vote? What, what are uh, yeah, you? Yeah, I'm a flower at? guy myself. I'm a flower guy, and to the point you were just making, I'm not just a flower guy. I like to a do it responsibly, but b do it the way that works for me. And so I go in, I ask questions, I make sure I get the right strain because there's a particular experience I'm looking for, and that's the beauty of going into an actual store doing this legally, being able to ask those questions, get that information. Yep, Fla- the flower bro, Brendan vote. That's it. I love that. And I also love how Coors Field is now advertising our DNVR sports channel on Evoca TV. There's even an advertisement uh, before the game. I'm joking, but at the same time, we are on Evoca TV. We are. Go to Evoca.tv slash DNVR for information about how you can really easily get Nuggets, Avalanche, Rockies, Rapids, Mammoth, Vote. You hear nice. Mares, Eric Weedham. Like you're right. gonna get Plus, everything. Plane, another plane, another plane. <laughs> you also <laughs> lost people with Eric. But other than that, it was a strong pitch. <laughs> D-line Co. That was it. That was the one. But yeah, all of that and more, you're gonna get it. So you know what? If you can't come down to Baby Ball, uh, aka the DNVR <laughs> bar. Oh, I guess it's uh, official. I've created a monster. Then you know what? You can relax we at home. Him. You can relax at home with Ivaca TV. Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. And instead of paying $25 per month plus the cost of the receiver, it's only going to be $15 per month now. When you use code DNVR on top of that special site, Ivaca.tv slash DNVR. Starting pitching was okay. Quality start at a Sinzatel on Tuesday. Uh, Gomber, not so good. Uh, couldn't complete the the fifth inning. Gave up five runs there. Chad Cool, similar situation. Five innings pitched. Was charged with two earned runs. Did strike out seven. So starting pitching, okay. At home, bullpen was fine. It was more about the offense and yeah. really not coming through, particularly on Thursday with runners in scoring position. They had a lot of opportunities. There were so many. I was getting so frustrated with all the runners, all the boys on base boys on, that we boy, left behind. Boys left on base. All the boys left on base. That was, it was just inning after inning after inning. That was absolutely the story of the offense today. Yeah, let's look at the three, four, five here. 0 for 5, 0 for 3, 0 for 4. Not good. Not great. Left on base, respectively, 9, 4, 5. 
Not what you're looking for out of the middle yeah. there. They had three big opportunities, even in the ninth was the biggest one. I mean, they opened up the game yeah. with yeah. Connor Joe, Charlie Blackman, a single and a double. And you go, well, how do these guys not have a nickname yet? So we're, we're still workshopping it. Mm. Those two guys at the top of the lineup. Last year, it was very short-lived uh, where you had Ryan Maltapia and Jonathan Daza together as Swagger and Dagger. Very short-lived. It's going to be tough to top also. But Kojo and Nasty, I mean, already right there, they sound good. What's what's their nickname? You know, Long Hair Don't Care Club? I don't know. You you um uh, messaged that to me in the Slack during the game, and I was like, I like it. Because I think also you want to be in that club. I mean, I'm in it. I would be in it for sure. <laughs> exactly. As soon as we need you to weigh in here. Um. Okay, is it B-O-B's or B's O-B? It's obviously B's O-B. It's boys. Do you know her? On base. Thank you for asking. Thank you for giving me the opportunity to answer this question. <laughs> that actually begs an even better question. With RBI and the RBI's debate, we know there's another debate too, You Susie. know my... We know where Susie stands. You know where I stand on this. If baseball really were to kind of change its image and really start to get badass, at a certain point, Whoa. RBI's Ooh. could be R-B-I-Z. Yeah, well, okay. <laughs> Folks, huh? I'm ready for the rebrand. What is this, the 80s? <laughs> Let these kids play the game. That's it. RBI's. No, make that work. Yeah, they left those two guys stranded with, with no outs. Bases loaded, no outs in the seventh. RSBI. Only were able to get one run. Got to read the comments. Thank and, you, CLO. And in the ninth, Brendan Rodgers with the, the game ending, inning ending, double play. Stinks. It stinks. This one hurt today. I feel like this was just getting swept by... Uh, the Cleveland Guardians just didn't feel good. The guards or the G's? Brendan, which name do you like better? I prefer G's. I prefer yeah. G's. Throw some G's on it. Guards is feels lazy. I mean, what guards? Well, I like well they are they are actually guards, right? They're they're like, they they're like sentinels. They are the That's they true. are these giant stone guards on a on a big bridge. But a guardian and a guard also have some differences. Yeah. That's why they think G's looks dope. I mean, Orioles are the O's, Mariners are the M's. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to have Guardians as Give the, them the G's. G's. I just think I'm that trying to make that official. I, I prefer Guards because also <laughs> this is such a new team name. I feel like yeah. if you say G's, you might just be like, what are you who are the about? G's? Yeah, you're probably first right off, about that. First off, how many people have, <laughs> if you're listening to this as a podcast, raise your hand if when we were talking about the Guardians, it takes you a half a second to even know what that is. So to be fair, I mean, show it's, us it's by all raising your hand while you listen to ah, the podcast. Yep. They we are guarding Cleveland. They are, and they, you know what? They guarded Coors Field too. Nice. We saw you do oh. that. I brought up the starting pitching because the biggest difference with their play at home last year through the first thirty-four games, uh, they were they were twenty and fourteen, and then entering today, Rockies were sixteen and eighteen at home. Talking about the home games hmm. last year, starters ERA was three point four four. Starting pitchers this year through those first 34 games, 5.42. Two runs higher. That's a big difference. Again, we saw the defense, 13 straight games. That's a franchise record, unfortunately. Yeah, is that's, there, that's a lot. No, it's, it's, it's really bad. You know, Elias Diaz is still continuing to struggle. And, you know, I, I put in the notes last night, and boy, oh, boy, it's looking like Brian Servant should get himself a little bit more playing time after his – Four for four day at the plate. Yeah, I mean, you have to think that that's got to be coming sometime soon. But also, you know, the other night when we were asking Bud Black about, you know, what is going on with Diaz, he this is the second time I feel like he's done this. He got very defensive and said, mm. you know, he gets to the park before you guys even get here. Like he's working hard. Like you know, he's obviously practicing. So he, Bud Black was very defensive about it. Um, so just curious to see what's gonna go. And here. Servant's still a young catcher. I mean, yeah. it, it, that's that's a tough spot to, to turn that over. But he certainly prepared is the word mm -hmm. that he, he used uh, the other night when I talked to him about everything. He's like, no, I just feel prepared for everything. Um, comfortable isn't even mm -hmm. the right word. He feels prepared for it all. And he absolutely was prepared. He was today's DraftKings Sportsbook oh. king of the game. He went four for four, had himself a triple the first of his career, scored both runs for the Colorado Rockies and did a good job handling the pitching staff, particularly the major league debut of Mr. Jake. There he Bird. is. Jake Bird. Yes. Jake that? Bird is here. Um, of course, you know, we all love a, a major league debut. We've been waiting for this for a few days now, but I loved, okay. There were two things that I loved about this debut. 
One, our friend Josh Sushan tweeted, tweeted a picture of the isotopes sitting on the field watching Jake Bird's Major League debut on the scoreboard. And I think we have a picture of that. If you're watching us on YouTube, you can take a look. But I, I loved that the guys all just, you know, took a break from what they were doing. Oh, that's awesome. And just watched their bud make his <laughs> debut. So we asked Jake Bird about this after the game. He hadn't seen this yet. But he was like, oh, wow, that's really cool. Oh, but you know what's even cooler? My friend Sean Bouchard got called up today. And that is even cooler than this. I was like, look at you making your moment about your bud. He, uh-huh. he almost seemed like he was welling up a little bit. You know, yeah. Again, just making your debut. His parents were still able to... Mm-hmm. Uh, to see him, I think his his family was there in Southern California, and also came to Colorado. I think they're on a road trip right now. Well, yeah, he, he, he had uh, some family members taking a bunch of days off, and it was like you've been here since like Saturday, and you still haven't played yet. So he finally got in. It was great. Yeah, teammates, not only in Albuquerque and uh, in Hartford last year with Sean Bouchard, both those guys went to UCLA together. Mm-hmm. Bouchard drafted in 2017, uh, Jake Bird drafted in 2018. So uh, we we got word just before the game that. Bouchard had been called up, still not on the 40-man, because we don't have access to the COVID protocol rules. Uh, I'm not sure how that's actually possible, but Garrett Hampson goes on the COVID IL, so it could be more of a temporary thing. Sam Hilliard getting optioned down. Now maybe he uh, will go on the 40-man roster. Rockies kind of have some room with Welker being done for the year. He hasn't put on the 60-day IL, so that would you know create a little additional room. So there's a spot for Sean Bouchard, who... I know that you uh, earlier this week, or was it last week? They're blurring together. <laughs> you, you caught up with Josh Sushan. That was one of the last ones, and and Bouchard was one of the guys that was talked about with his ability to play. He's he's not a an old school utility player that can play everywhere. He can just play the corners, like first base. Didn't play any third base this year, but I know he was. Uh, I believe a second baseman actually coming up. But first base, left field, right field. He's uh, he's going to kind of do a little Connor Joe, his best Connor Joe impersonation. Minus the the great hair. Yeah, minus the hair, of course. No one can have his his. No his one hair. can touch the Joe flow. But um, yeah, uh, Bouchard was definitely one of those guys that kind of came as a surprise for them. Like, oh look how look how well he's doing. What a pleasant addition. So I'm excited to see what what happens up here in Colorado. Not sure if if we should make this a proper you know top five list, but I know Brennan could certainly contribute if we're talking about the greatest birds in. Denver sports I can't, history. I it can't would, even believe that we haven't made a birding joke with Jake Bird being here oh and Patrick God. being such a birder. I figured it was coming. Wow. I mean, yeah, every time he comes in, I have to like, man, what a cuckoo performance by Jake Bird. Oh, yeah. my God. There we go. Boom. I don't know how also, I don't know how anyone hits anything anymore. Like Jake Bird <laughs> came in and he's just throwing 95 mile per hour sinkers. And he's just like anyone out of any bullpen on and at any given moment in time, you're just like, well, his stuff is filthy. E- even the guys who yeah. are, won't even, you know, he don't think of as top tier talent or whatever. Uh, Jake, I thought he was pretty impressive today, but more the other point. Seriously, how does anyone hit anything? I, no. I don't know. It, it, it's very hard these days. It's, it's one of the reasons why you go, well, since it's already so hard to hit, why, are we, why is everyone trying to hit a home run? Right. right. McMahon not able to do that today uh, on, on Thursday's game, exactly one month after his last home run. It's been a month It's been wow. a month for Ryan McMahon. So McMahon not putting one in the atmosphere and, and nearly uh, hitting a bird out of the sky. But Jake Bird, <laughs> he's he's an all-time bird. Again, we know Chris Anderson, the bird man, probably That's the right. top bird. We'll have to see how far out we stretch this this list of all-time greatest birds. We've got to hit up Adam. He would know. He's just going to name actual birds, but he'll have a list for you. But Birdman would have to be near the top. Yeah. Shout out Birdman. He, he's mo- more than likely going to be number one on that list. Julian Fernandez slipped through uh, waivers uh, after being designated for assignment, so he'll be back with the Albuquerque Ice Tope. So anyone disappointed that a guy who can throw 100, 300, 4 miles an hour is is no longer with the Rockies? No, he is. He's, he's still there. Back at Coors Field, he pitched all three games, and he won the first two games. Brian Shaw, part of the much-vaunted <laughs> Super Bullpen where – the Rockies spent, uh, I forget the number, $107 million, $106 million, mm-hmm. and he won games in, in, in back-to-back days at Coors Field. Never did that when he was with the Rockies. Only won seven games his entire cool. career with the Rockies. Yeah. Comes back and does that. 
because you know what? That's baseball. We got some oofs in the comments right now. Oofs in some the oofs. Chat. Some oofs in the chat. Very much so. I relate yeah. to the oofs. It was a big oof today. Yeah, it was, um, or this series rather. But yeah, seeing him get two wins in a row. But then Thursday, he looked a little more like the Brian Shaw that we had seen at Coors Struggled. Field. Struggled. Well, in- there were, yeah, there was, there was a point where if, uh, I forget who was up at the plate, if it was Rogers, but if he had given up a two RBI single, whatever it was, tie, the score would have been tied 3-3. Had he gotten out of that inning and then Cleveland went ahead in the top of the next frame, he would have been in line for the win for the third day in a row, which is impossible. That's that's wild. I'm, I'm not going to... I'm not going to dip into the Patty stats to try to figure that one out. It would have tore a hole in the universe we live in. In the sure. space-time continuum. It w- yeah, exactly. That's what would have happened. It would have been too much. We're, we, might need, uh, we might need everybody to chime in here on set and you hear as the producer because before the game on Thursday, we had an appearance by Peyton Manning and Russell Wilson decked out in the purple pinstripes, number three for... Russell Wilson, no stranger to a, a batting cage and to uh, to a bat and, and hitting some baseballs. Peyton Manning didn't look quite as athletic in his number 18 Rockies uniform. But after opening day, when Russell Wilson threw out first pitch and seemed super excited and was talking a lot about Rockies, I mean, again, was originally drafted out of the University of, uh, not the University of, but Northern Carolina State, <laughs> uh, the Wolfpack there. He was uh, quite literally a Rocky, played with Asheville. It seemed as if he might be around the ballpark a lot. So I set the over-under at one and a half. Mm -hmm. How many times would we see Russell Wilson? I think we asked, I think you both said over. I actually took the under. But the real question is, does this count as an official appearance? Because he didn't stick around for the game. Yes, this was my big question. I'm like, does this count as him making an appearance? I actually said yes, and that 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 hurts my cause. If I wanted to tamp the numbers down and say that only counts as a half appearance, again, that benefits the over-under for me. I'm willing to give that a full appearance. What do we think? I'm going to say yes. He's fully decked out in Rocky's gear. You know what? He got the photo ops. It's with Peyton, too, mm-hmm. so it's... You he know, brought another guy in. Yeah, He recruited another fan. Yeah, it's, uh, it, yeah that's right. Counts. We, know, we see Peyton a lot at Nuggets games and such, so like trying to get him a course, and if Russell can help us, yeah, I'm going to count it. I'm going to count it. Didn't see Teddy Bridgewater. Well, then he, uh, I don't you think know, that necessarily counts. They might yeah. have signed him like after the baseball. Not literally, but that that didn't work out. Drew Locke never popped in. Like if you're not a baseball guy, it, it's not like a foregone conclusion that oh, if you're a big star and you come to town, you're gonna you know shoot a half court shot. You're gonna do that. Not not necessarily. Right. And 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 showing up at at Coors Field even or even taking batting practice is even more of a to do in the summertime when you should be on vacation. Whereas Again, showing up at uh, the big ball arena, not to be confused with the baby ball, right here on the corner of Colfax, New York, <laughs> where you can get a member-sized beer. Oh, sorry, I slipped into an ad read. Let me course correct here. But Patrick's I, life I, is an ad read. I, I think it counts as a full, I think it vests as a full appearance. Yeah. yeah. I think that's yeah. fair. We'll I, you know what? Yeah, full, full outfit, full uniform. Russ knows what he's doing, too. He's just making the rounds. He's, he's popping up everywhere. Mm-hmm. He's, he's... He knows how to be a quarterback on and off the field, and he knew exactly. Yeah. He didn't come here just to fade into the twilight years of his career. Mm-mm. He is coming to Broncos country to make himself a star. And he's going to shake us all awake. That's right. While he can. I did hear, I did not see this with my eyes, but I did hear that Peyton Manning was having um, not the easiest time walking around in his spikes. Oh yes, that's awesome. Walking on concrete, walking on not concrete, yeah. In <laughs> is spikes. that guy even an athlete? You know, <laughs> shots. They take. They say baseball guys are an athlete. No, Peyton, Peyton. Peyton Manning is my favorite comedian. Now he is tangentially. He's related to baseball because the starting QB when he was a freshman, who later became the backup QB, was. His good buddy Todd Helton. And we call that University Patty of stats. Tennessee. That yep. <laughs> we this, this we know this, but. Now, there were a lot of cameras there, and they took over the press room. And so, spoiler alert, Peyton's place. I don't know if if this is a show for the NFL Network. I think it's ESPN. If this is an ESPN. Has this this already existed? I can't say. I think it's like an ESPN Plus deal. Third year. Third year? Yeah. All righty. Well, there you go. So, that's not. we're not breaking any news other than the fact that Russell Wilson will be on that. I'm not sure if 
Russell Wilson's going to be taking the first drop kick. Is that what you call it in rugby? If you like bounce the ball on the ground real quick and then like punt it, might be. It's called a drop kick. Yeah, I got that right. Don't ask me. Ask Colton Strickler, I'm host the of the DNVR Rugby Podcast. That's a great idea. You should. And you know what? You can actually get some firsthand experience this weekend down at Infinity Park at Glendale. You can actually go to Infinity Park at Glendale com because there's an international event going on we got teams from vancouver teams down in uruguay and argentina or uruguay if you're doing it properly mm -hmm. but Thank it's all you. going down really great event it happened last weekend it's happening again this weekend tickets are only ten dollars kids 12 and under are free so experience rugby at its finest. You can also go to AmericanRaptors.com to learn a lot more about it. And yeah, Colton's doing a fantastic job. He's got one-on-one -on -one interviews. He's got even betting advice for uh, different things going on in and around the rugby world. So go to AmericanRaptors.com and check out Infinity Park at Glendale. This is a big event this weekend, and it's just a good time. Any Anytime you get the kids outside in the sun in Colorado, this is kind of one of those fun, interesting things for a day to say, hey, I was there. Here, I saw that one of these crossover athletes. It's a good time. Get them kids outside. It's a little secret of Colorado culture. Rugbyville, USA. You wouldn't know it, but mm -hmm. Glendale is a, is a place to learn and be around the game. Very true. I think this is going to be a segment that we, we deal with a lot. And uh, we have our super producer, Yahir, to thank for this wonderful graphic because at the end of every series – feel like we have to put a bow on all these quirky events that when we kind of jam them all together, it makes quite a bouillabaisse. I've never eaten a bouillabaisse to know oh, if that's what we're making. But what we're going to do is is discuss some weird, some wild, and some wonderful for Weird, Wild, and Wonderful oh, in the yeah. debut of our official yeah. graphic. Oh, that's Susie so teased it. Oh, that's so good. I did tease it, yeah, because my favorite part of this, I mean, I love Charlie Blackman as a bear in the woods, but more than anything, I love that me and Patrick are just like vibing with a campfire far off in the background. We look like a children's cartoon. There's like a lot of Easter eggs with this. One of the great reasons why, even if you listen to this as a podcast, swing on over to our YouTube channel, DNVR Sports, so you can see Charlie as a big old bear. Fits. You might not have even noticed that part. I don't want to point out all the different things because oh, it's a great graphic. There's, it's there's so like good. eight to ten Easter eggs, so I actually don't want to spoil. It. Maybe maybe each time we'll kind of point something out. So we'll we'll leave it there for right now for folks to check out because it's it's really really good. The the wonderful thing, the most wonderful thing, because there yes. was plenty of of weird things and 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 disappointing things, was just the the vibe in the ballpark at Coors Field at forty five percent capacity watching what the vibe was like at the 100% capacity ball arena. Okay, folks, being sorry, I was being sarcastic there. But Avs winning game one in overtime. Everyone was standing up, celebrating. It was awesome seeing that environment at Coors Field, people celebrating the Avs. Yeah, I mean, it was the biggest cheer of the night. The crowd was absolutely <laughs> roaring. It sounded like 40,000 people. It did. It really it did. did. It actually did. But, you know, they played, um, They, you know, we got some updates during the game. Yeah. But, yeah, they played that overtime goal. We got to hear all the small things. Oh, that's awesome. People were going nuts over it. People were wearing some Avs gear to the game. So we got to see them on the big screen, too. It was fun. It was just great vibes. Oh, yeah. You can see it right now if you're watching us on YouTube. Yeah. If you go to the game on Saturday, Rocky's game, that is, mm -hmm. the only game that, no, not, I'm, I'm not going to quadruple down on, on this joke, but <laughs> if you go and you're wearing abs gear, they're, you're going to get on the Jumbotron. Yeah. Also, there might not be a lot of people there to begin with. Yeah, you're I, probably just going to be on the Jumbotron. That was the case yeah. on Wednesday night. It was mm -hmm. just like, if you show up, you're, you're on. You, you want to get on? You want to get on the scoreboard? 100% chance up. of getting on the scoreboard. Yeah, wear, wear your Avs gear. You're definitely going to get some love for doing that. Chad Cool got a lot of love. A little sponsorship deal there. I guess they're teaming up with a player on every single team. So now Chad Cool is a, a spokesman for... We should play I Spy with my... Oh, what is I it? Spy. I Spy with my brown eye. No, what is the thing? I Spy with my little eye. Is a that what it eye. is? What's happening? There's something on set that he's <laughs> sponsored by. Brendan, he is sponsored by something that is actively on set right now. Hurry up. Look around the set. I don't know, man. What, what is oh it sponsored God, by? Oh, my God, on Brendan's face we, right now. What are our sponsors? Breckenridge Brewery. No, no, it's not no, one of our sponsors. He's not a sponsor of us. He's a sponsor. Or they're, they're not a sponsor of us. They're a sponsor of Chad Cool. But 
There is warmer, warmer. I don't know, man. You're gonna have to tell I don't me. Think he, I don't I'm think he's melting. Oh, so, um, Chad Cool. Oh, I couldn't see. Chad Cool. Oh, oh, I'm sorry. That's okay. I was in the way of it. Oh, he's liquid Chad, death Chad guy. Chad Cool's a liquid death guy now. Um, they sent him a bunch of cases. He's got the water. He's got the sparkling water. The ones with flavors. He's got some sweet shirts too. A couple, he's got he sh- some shirts. He shared it. He shares. By the way, Chad Cool shares a bunch of the teas. Hydrate or die. Telling you. Yeah. Liquid death, free advertisement. Just there. like for the record though, like he he does not share with us. Like he does not give us gifts. I happen to just have these. You're Although, a big fan of that stuff. I am yeah, I drink I've these all the time. That, yeah. Although he did try to share. He one. tried to share one with me. And you. I'm like, no, I, I actually can't accept this because he's like, What? Why not? I'm like, Well, I I guess the rule is if I accept a liquid death, a can of liquid death from you, then if I write something nice about you, people will think that potentially it's because of that. You, you just bribed. have to put a little asterisk edit at the end of every piece. Disclaimer. Disc- yeah, he once handed me a liquid death. Yeah. I got a can of water from Chad I, Cool. I did think about like tweeting. I was like, but I wonder if I say Chad Cool is a jerk, then I could accept it. I could accept <laughs> the liquid right. death. You could go the other way, yeah. I don't you know. Can't slander Turn mi- you him. can't slander Mr. Delaware like that. Liquid death, please let us know. Can I slander Mr. Delaware in order to get... My very own can of liquid death. Chad Cool got no help today, man. Oh, no. Just all around. No help. Nope. Didn't have to be that way for poor Chad today. Well, but. Almost didn't get help from the scorekeeper who a just a ball yeah, that was just was dropped that? in left field. We're not we're still not really sure what happened on that, but again, you can review it. So it's like it, it, it worked out fine, sure, it's so it's fine. not a big not deal. deal. I think I think there's pro there's you know a way of, of business. Uh, that is done for umpires where they go, hey, this is one that's going to be reviewed. So maybe I'll err on the side of making this call versus see, that. Yeah, we'll yeah. review it and get it right. So that's fine. So I think that was some of it too is that, well, you know, he was barely able to get it, was called off. Uh, it was a little bit quirky because the expected batting average on that ball was 1%. Like mm. 1% of balls that are hit, you know, at that launch angle with that much power and for that distance, 1% of them fall in for a hit. Yeah, that's what it looked like. It <laughs> came out of his glove. I was like, that that doesn't happen. And there was still another error later on in the game. Yes, it was a pickoff attempt by Lucas Gilbert. So <laughs> mm-hmm. even if it was trying to say, oh, let's let's snap this errorless streak, <laughs> there's still another one later on. So, I mean, uh, just one of those things that happens. Certainly not a big deal. Big deal, I think, for me, oh? being put on the map was Gar Rhinus, better known as the batting stance guy, came out with a batting stands video for our guy, Connor Joe. It was awesome. I love it. I love to see any batting stance that he does. Just kind of that character that he conveys of just turning everything up to 11. And he had it with the wig on. And it was fantastic. It was a very long wig. It was, it was like wig. it was very exaggerated. It was much longer than Connor Joe's actual hair. <laughs> It was it much was longer great. than Bud Black would be happy with. It was it was great in the off season. In talking with Gar, he was like, "Man, I hope that the Rocks can go to the postseason, so someone like Ryan Maltapia can get a little bit more publicity, so that people recognize him more." Because we know he had an interesting batting stance. Mm-hmm. We'll see if maybe that'll end up happening in October, depending on how far Toronto goes. If he's still on the roster at that point, he's been really struggling. Yeah. We may we may need a new segment to to check out our exes, our old know, friends, our, the ex Rocks, yeah. Checking in on our exes, you know, we'll workshop the title. We will workshop it, yeah. But Gar What's really, but Batting Stands guy wanted, you know, Tapia to maybe get some more publicity. Well, Connor Joe has gotten a lot of it. He's got a unique stance, does some unique things. So he played that up. And maybe the best part, the most fun part, this is why you got to be following us on all social media platforms. But I asked him point blank. We, we record him. We got him on video watching the Batting Stands guy doing an impression of him what did he think? What was his reaction? Was he upset? Was he smiling? Did he love it? Has he ever heard of him before? We got a reaction video. I actually haven't posted it yet, though. Yeah, it's going to be a good one. So, yeah, we love a reaction video. We love those candid moments we get with the guys. What did you think of the swing, Suze? How would you rate it, 1 through 10? Um, the the actual real-life swing? Or no, no, the, 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 the imitation. Impersonation. 10 impersonation. out of 10. It 10 was out of 10 impersonation. Just absolutely incredible. So much fun. Loved the enthusiasm. And just in general, love seeing Connor Joe getting some love. Yeah, that's right. For that's real. Right. Can't get More enough love. Connor Joe content in my life. Yeah. He's that's everyone's how you know favorite Rocky. <laughs> that's how you know you've made it, too. Yeah. Is mm-hmm. the batting stance guy does an impression of you. I, I absolutely love that. One of the uh, things that 
Susie and I have really enjoyed you. Susie, you enjoyed a lot more than I do. Oh, what, where not, are we not, going? not to say that I, I don't, but I'm like, I'm yeah. giving you credit because you're the one who's going out of your way a little bit. When it comes to checking, and I, I feel like this would be a good thing for the NBA too, checking on chartered flights to find <laughs> out when the opposing team lands, at what time, what issues have they had. And Cleveland had an interesting time getting into Denver, didn't they? Cleveland had a long night getting into Denver. So they were originally supposed to fly in into Denver, but Sunday, some night. We- Sunday night. And then some, I don't even know what weather really would have happened because I, I don't remember Sunday really being like a bad weather day. A lot, of, a lot of the folks that were covering the series in San Diego had a really hard time getting back Sunday night mm-hmm. after, after, uh, after that series split. So mm-hmm. yeah, there was something going on. There might've been a tornado watch. I yeah. can't remember. I think there was, cause we were coming in to do a live show and it was a tornado watch that afternoon, but it was so far out. It was that, somewhere else. That, that's what it was. Yeah. But anyway, uh, because of the weather, the, um, the, Cleveland flight got diverted to Colorado Springs. They like looped around twice yeah. to try to get in. Didn't work. And you you have an account that you will go to that actually shows them going, oh, hold on. Let's just swing it back around. Let's pop a little U-turn. They actually did a K-turn in the sky. Not sure how that's possible. <laughs> yeah, they did a full K-turn. But it's so funny because we could hear some of the people who work for Cleveland saying like how long of a night it was and how kind of it was such a pain to you know get into colorado springs and then i didn't they sit on the tarmac for an hour once they were in the springs too? they did at least an hour yeah so but yeah it really seemed to impact them out there on the field they yeah <laughs> good for cleveland they made a miraculous recovery yeah. wow such resilience such so resilient uh-huh. note to self uh, note to dia cancel every flight to make sure the major league team <laughs> could get in with ease with so ease. they do not have issues i wonder if they were on the tarmac though because of of getting the buses there because now all of a sudden mm-hmm. they're on the plane like hey we need two gigantic you know first class buses to transport guys from the springs up to denver yeah i yeah that that I, yeah that's a good point that's probably a factor the bus the bus situation thanks for saying it was a good point that's why i brought it up you know what i mean yeah you know look at us encouraging Thank each you. other Sorry. this is something this is something that throughout the <laughs> network is probably a very fun topic <laughs> That there'd probably be a very fun topic is the Blitzer Group. I don't know if you saw this yet, but they are reportedly purchasing a 35% stake of ownership in the Cleveland Guardians. They're here in town. It's fitting to talk about it. And the mm-hmm. Blitzer Group now becomes the the first group to own shares of all four. And if you want to throw MLS in there, which I think we should, mm-hmm. five major oh, sports. Really? Uh, this was the missing piece. In the US. Yeah. This was their missing piece. Yeah. And they wanted to buy into Cleveland, which is a fine city, by the way. Steelers, Sixers. Okay, they're both in Pennsylvania. Cleveland's not too far away. But then Real Salt Lake, New Jersey. They'll take it any way they can get it. But they own a piece of uh, one team from every major league in, in North America. Interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, I'm sure the Waltons will buy the Rockies eventually. Hopefully the Rapids, too. The Waltons, probably not. But they as close to a monopoly as you can have. I know. I, f- I feel like... As, you know, the Rockies beat, we feel a little left out. Yeah. That we're not covering a Walton team. Yeah, come on. I know you guys have your own ownership troubles, but it's really fun being neglected by the Cronkies in favor of the Rams. (laughs) It's super fun. Come on. We've got plenty of room on this bandwagon. Come on in. We will have to sit down at some point to discuss a lot of the new arena conversation because Mm. all of a sudden, hey, mile high, let's get a new one. Where would it be? Ballerina Arena is that, that same kind of conversation, especially when you look at Elitch Gardens and some of the proposed uh, you know, work that's going to be done there, the different projects and things of that nature, and that if you know, and when the, the lease on Coors Field is up, which we still have about 25 years, so we still have a while to go. <laughs> okay. but I'll if put the, it on my calendar if, just in case. If, <laughs> if the ground is laid by the Broncos, Nuggets, Avs, all that, all that jazz, you know, maybe maybe the Rockies would be somehow a part of that. So, don't you dare. That's a conversation for another day. Leaf no. Sports downtown. Leaf yeah. Sports downtown. I don't care how difficult it is logistically, financially. It's your money, not mine. Leaf Sports downtown. That's where they belong. I'm with that. Did you see the yeah. Stephen Kwan catch? By the way, no, I did On Saturday night, I did not. It was C- catch it was of the year. Excellent. It, it, it basically won the game for them. Yeah. It was it was amazing. He had he had a really good game. So again, good for Cleveland. Sick. Yeah, great. Great Sick. for Cleveland. 
We really, we really love our guardians. I mean, I will say I unironically love the city of Cleveland. I've said it before. I will say it many times. Yeah, what's times. up with that? I, Cleveland is a fantastic city. It just does city. it for you? They just capture your heart? <laughs> it really, yeah, absolutely. Huh. Yeah, I the best time there. I, I, I went to Cleveland for a baseball game. Yeah. Didn't have the same experience I, as you. Th- it was one of my favorite days of my life. Wow, look at that. Yeah. Susie Hunter, advocate for Cleveland. Only saw one game in Cleveland at Progressive Field and walked across the street to where uh, Cooperstown is located. It's a sports bar owned by Alice Cooper. Cooperstown, great name. Okay. And I'll never forget, as we're walking by, guy selling peanuts. You know, similar to Coors Field kind of vibe. And I was like, hey, how much? And the guy's like, $1 like it's been for the last 28 years here. I'm like, guy, I just got here. Pump the brakes. Pump the brakes. My Cleveland experience was I drove through the night on a baseball road trip, had just seen a game, I forget where, the day before. We got in there for an early game. It was like it was like a 1, 1 p.m. start, mm-hmm. and the first open bar I found in Cleveland was 10 a.m. Just open for no food. <laughs> Ready to go. Just come yeah. on in to drink. 10 a.m. And I was like, perfect. No this food. This is my spot. Just vibes. Just vibes. They had, they had breakfast brats, I imagine. Yeah, that's right. All that good stuff. Pierogies. Their mimosas are just beers. <laughs> yeah. No, it's a blue moon. Yeah, right? Exactly. Like you got yeah, There's yeah. the orange, orange juice and champagne. There is a formality. But yeah. I will give Cleveland a second chance because I trust Susie. Yeah. We should just take a trip to Cleveland sometime. Sure. Yeah. Why not? We, I got we, time. We'll help launch CLVD. We yeah. will do it when that when that time comes. I volunteer this tribute. We'll do it. I don't know if we're joking, but we probably will at this rate. <laughs> CLVD. Yeah, I'm sure that's coming. Actually, like yeah. we're joking, and I'm sure Andre's like on the phone with someone right now. I, they just had a great idea on yeah. the show. We got- CLVD. What do we they, think? They mentioned a U.S. city. Uh, we hadn't thought of that. Yeah, yet. yeah. yeah. <laughs> These people are revolutionary. Uh, this uh, weekend coming up. San Diego comes to town real quick on those matchups since we won't talk to everybody until after the series is over. Yeah. But give you a little taste. Kyle Freeland against Mackenzie Gore, Battle of the Lefties, again on Friday night at 640. Herman Marquez on Herman Marquez bobblehead night. Mm-hmm. Tight. So you could, go, you could buy a ticket to that game, go in, grab your bobblehead, then buy a much more expensive ticket. Maybe you get like a tassel or something to wave around for game two of the Stanley Cup. Oh, yeah, that's actually final. such a shame that Marquez has to compete with the Avs. Oh, yeah. I think that's why they're giving it. The Pisces no, Prince, Herman right. Marquez, has to compete. The Pisces Prince. <laughs> you are out of control. They may, I am. They may have to give away two bobbleheads to, to entice people. Yeah, to come. seriously. But if you want to... If, if that doesn't work out and you want to go to the ballpark to get the bobblehead, and instead of going to Ball Arena because you can't get a ticket or it's too expensive, you could also get the bobblehead early and then come on down to to where? Where can they come to? Baby Ball. The Baby Ball. Yeah, baby. <laughs> Clip it. He said it. <laughs> baby Ball. I am an accomplice. So good. <laughs> you helped make this so happen. So good. Wait till we break out the adult diapers. It's going to be a good time at Baby Ball. All right. So Herman Marquez versus Nick Martinez (laughs) on Saturday. Don't worry. (laughs) And then on the record, not real. Not a thing. We will not be giving out. That's not what the expansion's about. They're not not DNVR Pampers crossover. Nope. (laughs) Come on. Actually, branded diapers would be no. Branded diapers. I mean, there's only so many demographics we haven't hit yet with merch. So let's we will hit all of them. Yeah. Why not? The only sport I feel like you'd well, if you go to an NFL game, you could possibly wear a diaper. I mean, they're long enough, if, depending on the pregames. But cricket, if we ever dabbled in the world of cricket, hmm. those games can be multi- multiple days. And you Sorry, you ser- just trying to figure out what sport makes the most sense to wear a diaper to? These diapers. Look, mm-hmm. I've invested <laughs> horribly in this diaper idea, and it's all been building up to it this whole week just to get to this moment. And I, I feel like it's not going to work out. But hopefully it does work <laughs> out on Father's Day on Sunday. Yes. Antonio Senzatella against Blake Snell. They'll be wearing some special Father's Day uniforms. Oh, here's some intel for you, too. Mm-hmm. This is why you listen. This is why the free cost of a download is, is worth that price. Rockies aren't going to be wearing their City Connects on Sunday. They said every Sunday, but they got to wear the special Father's Day one. So they're mm-hmm. actually going to be wearing them on Saturday. They will not be wearing a blue version of the City Connect. <laughs> oh, though that is curious. That would be interesting. It would How about a light blue? Like, a light blue on like, top where like it's a, white. A baby blue. Ver- Ooh, yes. actually, I think. And there's some in the cap, too. There's baby mm-hmm. blue in the cap. 
that all works. right, that might not look bad, but we don't have that for this year. Nope. Because Nike did not consult us for the uniforms. No, they did not. They, they didn't. Have. I, they, oh, they I was going to say on that note, both of you look great today. These fits. Thank you. I love your shirt. Thanks. Patrick, you already know I love your shirt. Could yeah, not be Patrick more is my, crushing That's today. my style. So, Also, has anyone ever told you that you look like Miles Michaelis? Um, the Cardinals no, pitcher. But I feel like when we were watching the no-hitter, we there was yeah. a, there was a couple of references about you facial do. hair and being awesome and yeah Harrison Bader right he was in center field right wasn't he he was him yeah just yeah. missed that one I I, I almost put it. that in the notes how how you, close he was to I don't want to let you squirm away from this you look just like him Harrison I've been thinking Bader. about this for days don't squirm away from it yeah embrace it. I think that's one of the reasons why they're going to force me to wear a mask. Look at David Stockholm. He says, oh, my God, he does. I'm super right about this. We've just unlocked a whole new bit. That's totally Miles. Totally brother. Miles, brother. Could be. All right, Davis. That works. I agree. Yeah, if I wasn't, like, working that those games, I'd, I'd show up in the full Miles Michaelis uniform. Like, dude, you could like, get past security. Like, fake, like fake Clay fake Thomas? Clay. You could walk right say. past those dudes. Da or, or or gals, excuse me. Dawes, yeah, he he does look like. It. There's a at the All Star game last year. There was the guy who looks like Ichiro. Uh, he showed up. Or That's actually, right. was it? Yeah, it was. There was an Ichiro guy, and there was a U Darvish guy. Hmm. And did you know U Darvish has like a 14 year old son? What? Yeah, really? I, I just I saw it on the old Twitter machine. 14 year old son. I did not throwing know some that. ched. Huh? Yeah. Ched. Hey, do you have any doppelgangers that people tell you? I was actually, well, I was going to ask, do I look like, do, uh, yeah, apparently Kelsey Wingert. Although, you know what? So far, no one has congratulated me on my wedding. Okay. So which that's is a, great. Yeah. It's a great sign um, that people are finally figuring out that we're two different people. But I think it's kind of shameful that a couple of people asked me how my head was doing. Yeah. I'm like, I clearly do not so have like, a huge scar on my really head quickly, right now. Yeah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm like, yeah, no, like she's, she has been out, but uh, she's actually, she's coming back Friday. Coming back off the she's, IL? She's back. That's yeah, news. she's coming back off Good. the IL. Good. That's wonderful Thanks news. Me. Brendan, yeah. who do you get? Who's your comp? PETA from Hunger Games. The Josh yeah. Hutcherson fella. Josh yeah. Hutcherson. Oh, specifically in that film when they came out, a lot of people. Just in that. Yeah. yeah. When he, when he uh, hosted Saturday Night Live, they did a... Um, your love skit, you know the the song that That's uh, right. Charlie Blackman course, yeah, yeah. comes out to, where it was like you know mocking of him singing to an older girl and all that stuff, Josie. So there you go. That it, it it marries all of those things together. It's a full circle moment. One time I was in L.A. and a group of tourists asked me for my autograph as Josh Hutcherson, and I signed it. But my autograph says Brennan Vogt. So <laughs> they were probably real confused. You, you didn't you didn't try to write his name. You just wrote your own name. No, nope, I just. Yeah, I just wrote Brendan Vote and they went, Thank you so much. I love that. You're in LA, you said? Yeah, I lived in LA for a couple of years. Terrible. Don't recommend that. Have we brought up the my favorite Padres fan, um, fake Eric Hosmer, aka generic Hosmer? You have. And that's ten out of ten naming. Generic Hosmer is like A plus stuff. Gen he was Eric. He, mm -hmm. but he was signing autographs because people asked him for autographs. But he was like, I just scribbled. You just yep. He was also it. a hammered person, so like I don't think he could have written his <laughs> so name or that, Eric Hosmer's that name. Well. That makes sense. Yeah. Those lookalikes. But yeah, yeah, as I was saying, you guys look great. That's why I was trying to say. Thank you. You're we welcome. appreciate that. I need the validation. I haven't gotten enough today, for sure. So. Yeah. We we should also we'd be remiss if we didn't congratulate Charlie Blackman. Ten years of service yes. time. Nothing to, to, to shake a stick at. I mean, that's, that's Dude, impressive. first of all. Less he, than 10% of players make 10 years of service time. That's impressive. crazy. He was this close to the hero, playing the hero today. I mean, he got a lot of that one in the ninth. I actually thought off the bat, I wasn't sold, but I was hopeful. I was hopeful. Deep. Mm -hmm. Dude, and, and, and he's had a nice kind of couple of weeks just in terms of hitting some milestones, and it just would have felt right, but... Yeah, he's had a lot of milestones recently. Alas. Would have been would have been perfect for sure. And uh, on the reverse side, Tyler Kinley on the injured list. And as we heard from manager Bud Black, he's going to be undergoing a surgery soon. In that No, he said procedure. A procedure. He said procedure. He did yes. not say surgery. You're right. Uh, he'll be undergoing a procedure to have surgery. No. He'll be undergoing <laughs> a procedure soon that will effectively end his season, unfortunately. I mean, I think he... They'll know a lot more when it goes down if it's like officially official, but that's disappointing for a guy who oh, might have so. been a lock to become an all star. So that that's that's disappointing for him because he was really he was just dominant too. 
Yeah. Absolutely dominant. I mean, uh, yeah, he's just been crushing it. So that is, I mean, not just a blow for, you know, the bullpen, but, you know, you just hate to see someone on such a good track. And finally, like, it's all really coming together. He's having the season of his career and something like this happens. I mean, you guys know know better than I do, but I can't imagine a lot of bullpen guys are making all-star games out of Colorado. Mm-hmm. I mean, maybe I'm wrong on that, but it yeah. seems like a, an, accompli- an accomplishment of sorts. And he seemed like a, a candidate to do that. So, yeah, that's tough. That's really tough. He was the he was a bright spot of this season. And to do it as a setup man and not a closer. Exactly. Precisely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. If I'm going from memory, and I, maybe I'm missing one, because there hasn't been very many pitchers to begin with who've ever made it for the Rockies. But uh, Brian Fuentes... I think he made four all-star games in his career, once with the Angels, but three with the Rockies back when they were not very good mm. at the beginning of the 2010s, and he was like their lone representative. Mm. Uh, you did have Greg Holland in 2017. Is there one more? I'm going to say no. I'm, I'm going to say that I actually nailed all their relievers. So I, I mean, I would short. believe yes. that you know it off the top I of I would ask head. you before I Googled it. So <laughs> <laughs> You would Thank find you. it faster. You're welcome. I appreciate that. I do appreciate that. So, yeah. Uh, bummer for him. Got an article coming out here. Uh, by the time you listen to this, it might already be out on the DNVR.com. All about, well, what's next for the Rockies? Who's going to fill that big hole from the seventh inning for the Rockies right now if Kinley is indeed gone for the year? He's definitely going to be gone for a while. We hope Chris Bryant isn't gone for a while. A rehab start. It's being discussed, a rehab assignment. So He's we'll kind of wait BP. and see. He's taking BP. Mm-hmm. That's promising. So we're going to wait and see what happens on that. But you don't have to wait and see on our Twitter account at DNVR underscore Rockies. I'm at Patrick D. Lyons on Twitter. I am at the Susie Hunter on all platforms. And I am at Brendan Vote on Twitter. The only one who has it. There's there's five of them out there, but he's the one. He's the Brendan Vote that you want. Follow him for all good, entertaining things. We'll see you on Sunday. We'll see you on Father's Day. I might not, but you'll see them and a whole cast of characters. It'll be interesting. But you know what they say about momentum? It's only as good as your next show. So we'll talk to you then.